It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Wouldn't he have me already? Honestly, I'm losing my faith. All these problems are putting me down as I mean really down. Please help as I have no more avenue to ask for help. And if this is any equation, any person that is asking that he is having a hard time in finance and he makes a lot of dua, but the dua has not been answered. A lot of people say that he has to be patient and that Allah loves him, but yet he says he doesn't find any solutions to the problem that he is, that he is facing. This particular question has a relation to the question before this. Pertaining a little girl and who is having any problems and she does not know any how to seek how to ask for help. So the same thing any I say, or we say, for this any particular person who is facing financial and difficulties. So point number one, the observance any of the wajibah. Observance and your obligations. And this is something that's common, that's what I mentioned. That every Muslim, every human being, it is compulsory upon him to make sure that he performs the basic obligations. So there is something that we call the basic obligation. Basic obligation, meaning the five temporary prayers. Responsibilities for parents and children. Responsibilities towards any the wife. So the first thing that we have to look at our situation is have we performed this obligation? Point number one. If we find ourselves and not performing this obligation, then we have to rectify the situation by making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Because it sometimes it is because of our sins. It is because we are not performing this obligation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us any with these difficulties. But maybe when we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask Allah for His forgiveness and we change by performing the obligation, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer our prayers. But in the case that this particular person is performing the obligation, then we have to look at the other aspects. How do we perform this obligation? Do we perform any this obligation the rightful way? As what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. Because when performing any obligation, we are in need and to have the prior knowledge. We have to look at the quality of our ibadah. And we use our ibadah as a means to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we perform any obligations, when we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the opportunity that we use to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his favors. We make dua. After any we ask Allah for repentance, we obey him in the obligation and we try our best to perform any of the sunnahs and remembering remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to answer any of our prayers. We make dua. Now any I'm going to speak about the etiquette of making dua because the person asks that I make dua but my dua is 
Muhammad by Allah. What we have to understand when we say I make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, dua has conditions. In order for dua to be a dua, there are conditions. Number one, when we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most important characteristic that we must possess is we must have faith that everything happens by Allah. This is point number one. There is no point any of a person making dua to Allah but has no confidence. Like some people, for example, they make dua but inside their hands, they got no confidence that Allah can answer their prayers. This is not dua. So we have to understand that everything happens by the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The problem many that we are facing, it occurs by Allah. Allah is testing us. And the only one that can solve any of our problems and it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is point number one. We must have the confidence and yaqeen and iman. This requires iman. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answer any of our prayers. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and who does in everything. Point number two. When we are convinced that everything lies in the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we must have husnuzan, a good intention. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer my prayers. If a person make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he has doubt whether Allah answer or no answer, then it's going to be difficult. But the etiquette that we must possess is, despite the difficulty that we are facing, we beseech any Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking any Allah for forgiveness and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to answer our prayers. And we have any the good intention that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer my prayers and inshallah. It doesn't mean that today Allah doesn't answer my prayers, tomorrow Allah will not also answer my prayers. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew the time that Allah will answer your prayers. Maybe the time and it has not come. The situation and it is not suitable. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what we do not know. Sometimes and we ask any for a particular thing, we thought it is good for us, but actually it's bad for us. Sometimes and we ask Allah for a particular thing, which we think it is bad for us, but Allah knows it is good for us. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran. Sometimes and you love something, but it is bad for you. Sometimes and you do not like something, but it is good for you. Wallahu ya'lamu wa antum la ta'lamun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and you do not, and you do not know. So when we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is very, very important. That we must rely on the knowledge of Allah, not our knowledge. We must rely on the knowledge of Allah by having husnuzan. How do we rely on the knowledge of Allah? Meaning, we say Allah knows best what is good for me. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best whether what I'm asking is good for me or it is not something that is good for me. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not answer any of my prayers, again then we should have good intention. That maybe in this particular situation, it is better for Allah not to answer any of my prayers. Because when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing any someone, even with difficulties, and this particular, particular person practice patient, he will receive a lot of rewards in the form of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So every time he is facing difficulties, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise his status. 
So it is important yani, for a believer to have any misunderstanding. The next condition is when we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should also put in effort. Put in effort yani, to look for work. Yani, for example, if a person is finding is having financial difficulties then he should put, put in effort yani, how to solve yani, his situation. Again, yani, asking the people uh, people who are specialized in this field for advice. There is no harm in asking advice any from people any who have a lot of experience any in the market. People any who have experience any of financial planning and informing any particular person what are the things any that he should do, what are the job opportunities any that they are out there, and how can he improve any his financial situation. So we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the same time also we put in our efforts into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And lastly, we make tawakkal to Allah. With this conviction, by obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and putting our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yani, will answer any of our prayers. If all these conditions any are present, you will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you a solution to your problems. But again, all these things any must be there. If a person is not performing prayers, any for example, or he does not have any remembrance in the Allah. That's what I mentioned earlier. And then he said, I may go to Allah and Allah does not answer my prayers. And easily and we can say, then how can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answer any the prayer any of a person when he has not made tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Meaning, if a person is committing maksiyah, sin after sin, and he does not repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Suddenly he gets his hands and asks Allah for a favor. If Allah does not answer any the prayer, there is a possibility, we say, that it is because of your sin that Allah is not answering your prayer. Have you repented any from your sin or have not repented for your sin? If a person any has not repented any from the sin, and he made one to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he said that Allah did not answer my prayers, easily any we can conclude that it is your sin is hijab. The sins any that you have committed any is a barrier between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you are in need to break the barrier. You are in need any to break, it, break any the barrier by returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and promising any Allah that you will be obedient any to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you make dua. Then you will see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answer your prayers. So what I'm trying to say here, Jamaah, it is important any that we understand how to have a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to understand this is a skill. We have to understand any the one who created us. We have to understand how to speak to him. We cannot any speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we speak to our friends. So to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there are other etiquettes. Like today for example if you meet the king. If you meet any king for example. What are the etiquettes any that you must have? You know, nowadays, for example, if you have an appointment with the Prime Minister or you have an appointment with the King of a particular country or someone yani, that has, a, what do you call it, a high status yani, in society. Sometimes, yani, before you come and meet him, there will be a letter. They, they will send you a letter. And in this letter, they will tell you what is the appropriate dress code, for example. And what are the things that you can do and what are the things that you cannot do when you meet this person? And what are the things that you need to bring? Right now? And imagine any, a person and he meets the king wearing a singlet. This is not appropriate. You, you know any have a need, for example, any to meet 
someone that calls any for help. So nowadays when we speak about the appropriate dressing, when you speak any to the person, you must have eye contact, for example. Because any you want you need some help any from this person. So what I'm trying to say is that even if you are meeting people in this dunya, there are etiquettes that people will observe. And this is something any that is known. But what about asking favors any from Allah in the event of everything? Don't you think any there are etiquettes to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do you think that a person can straight away just call any Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like that? Without any prior adab. So Islam and it taught us, mashallah, how do we communicate any to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How many we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for favors? So it is important when we ask, when we make dua, we must understand all these conditions. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer any your prayers if the conditions are met. And Allah promised in the Quran, Allah said, astajib lakum. You make dua to me, I promise I will answer your prayers. Allah said this in the Quran. But what we have to understand is that when making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is adab, ya jamaah. There is there are adab, not is any are, many any. There are a few. That's what we mentioned any earlier. There, we, we need any to have tawbah and nasuha, we need any to perform any obligation, we need to have any connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, adab zahir and adab batin. Be in the state of wudu before you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make uh, praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in humility uh, and like the servant and who express any his ubudiyah and his servanthood and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We, mean, we need to, have, to feel humble in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not proud and arrogant in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then inshallah ta'ala Allah will answer, will answer in our prayers. Jadi, dalam bahasa Melayu ya Dah berapa minit? Ha? 25 Jadi semua boleh faham insyaAllah ya Bahasa Inggeris ya Berkenaan dengan doa ini kita mengatakan ada adab-adab ya Satu orang kalau mengatakan saya berdoa kepada Allah Tapi Allah tak jawab apa tidak kabulkan doa saya Di sini kita nak faham Apakah ini maksudkan dengan doa di sini Doa ada adab-adab ni. Pertama sekali kita mesti yakin bahawasanya segala-galanya berlaku dengan kuasa Allah. Apa saja yang yang berlaku kepada diri kita dengan izin Allah Subhanahu taala. Allah menguji kita. Dan Allah boleh memberikan kepada kita solusinya. Pada bila-bila masa yang Allah kehendaki. Jadi kita mesti ada keyakinan. Sebelum itu saya membicarakan tentang kita mesti melaksanakan kewajipan kita pertama sekali. Kita punya kewajipan. Kalau kita mendapati diri kita misalnya belum lagi melakukan solat Dan kita tidak melakukan solat sama sekali Kita tidak melakukan Kita tidak melakukan solat Jadi apa yang diwajibkan adalah untuk kita kembali melakukan solat Dan kita bertawar kepada Allah Dan kita memberikan perjanjian yang kita akan kembali kepada solat Dan kita berazam untuk mentaati perintah Allah Lepas itu kita melakukan doa Kita yakin bahawa sini Allah boleh mengkabulkan Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mengetahui bila nak mengkabulkan doa kita. Mungkin kita tidak mengetahui, kita menyangkakan apa yang kita minta baik bagi kita tetapi sebenarnya ia tidak baik bagi kita. Kadang-kadang Allah mengkabulkan pada masa yang ditetapkan, yang Allah mengetahui ada kebaikan bagi kita, tapi mungkin kita tidak mengetahuinya. Maka ini semua perkara-perkara yang perlu kita faham supaya insya-Allah Taala bila kita berdoa kepada Allah, Allah mengkabulkan doa kita. Mudah-mudahan Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala menjaga kita insya-Allah di dunia dan akhirat. Nampak dia masa pun dah sampai Mikrofon pun Dah memberikan uh, Apa kita mengatakan Dia punya 
signal jadi saya rasa saya tak kena berhenti di sini mudah-mudahan ini Allah memberikan kepada kita taufik dan hidayah insyaAllah minggu depan kita akan kita akan meneruskan kepada tabal wa'ana ini kata sifat alim sifat alim ini kata tuan rahim wa'akhtim salihati a'malan wa'adun Allah yakuin fadus wa'ana rabika bi'anzati a'ma yisikun salam alaikum salim alhamdulillah 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 Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.